Good morning. Good morning. Hope everyone is well. Uh, the shir today has been dedicated by Yitzhi and Nancy Preter as a schus for Rafua Shlema, for Nancy's mother, for Rivka Bas Chanula. We hope Hashem, that the learning and everything which stems from it, Bezaz Hashem, will indeed be a schus for her for Rafua Shlema. There's a, uh, there's a word which is very strongly associated with Shabbos. The word is Ritzay. Uh, it's associated with Shabbos. We know the, the addition into Birchas HaMozam, which we say on Shabbos. Uh, we call it for short Ritzay, Ritzay Vachlitzenu Hashem Alekeinu Secha. When we daven on Shabbos, the tefillah of Shabbos, the last paragraph, which is common to every one of the tefillahs of Shabbos, we say at Mariv Shachras Mincha Musaf, is Elekeinu Velekeavisenu Ritzei Bimnuchaseinu. Want, Ritzei is a verb for Ratzon. It's asking Hakadosh Baruch Hu to extend Ratzon, to extend goodwill Bimnuchaseinu for our for for in, in our rest in the rest of Shabbos. And in fact, as well, the concluding words of the Tefillah of Shabbos of that prayer are Hanchleinu Hashem Elkeinu Ba'ava. So Ritzei, as a verb, Ratzon, as a noun, are terms which are very significantly associated with Shabbos. And in our discussion here, where we're talking about the Tfilos of Shabbos, this term is something which we have to understand. What's the idea of the Ratzon that's so specific to Shabbos, the Ritzei, where what we're asking HaKadosh Baruch Hu to do with us about Shabbos is connected to Ratzai. So I want to share with you what's found in the Rishonim, what's found in the early sources with regard to this question. It's, uh, it's somewhat, it might seem to you somewhat indirect, but this is, this is what they say, this was their understanding, their interpretation of the notion of Ritzai, of Ratzon when it comes to Shabbos. I'm, what I'm going to read to you is found here in what we have as the primary Meforshe Hasidur. Uh, I've mentioned their names to you before. There's the Ribar Yokor and the Avudraham. They're separated by several generations. The Avudraham builds a lot on the commentaries of the Ribar Yokor, but these are people from the times of uh, the Ribar Yokors is, uh, is uh, uh, Rashi, essentially. So, so the... the uh, he writes as follows, and the Avudram basically copies it. Tishbetu Shabbatchem. Tishbesu Shabbatchem. You shall rest with your Shabbos, right? That's the mitzvah in Parshas Emor of, uh, of Shabbos, Metargaminan. The translation is Tanuchun Naichachayim. The Targum, the Aramaic translation, uses the word Menucha as opposed as associated with Shabbos. Continues the Ribar Yokor. Al Shem Shabbos Nikres Kala. Shabbos is called the Kala. Boyu Veneitze Likras Kala. When the famous Kabbalah Shabbos that's described in the Gemara, let's go greet the Kala. We'll go to greet the Shabbos Malkasa, the Shabbos Queen. It depends what Nusach Yudavin, Shabbos Malkasa, you know, Kala Malkasa. Shabbos is called the queen, but it's called the kala. 
Hiskir lihispale lahakodesh baruchu. So it mentions to pray to Hakadosh Baruch Hu Shinikra Chasan, who Knesses Yisrael Kala. Shabbos is the Kala, but it's also there's the Shabbos, there's the Chasan Kala relationship between Hakadosh Baruch Hu and the Jewish people. Va'emer Anu Loi, and we say to him, Hisrate, be pleased, have goodwill, Shenia Kikaloscha, that we should be as your Kala. V'tanuach kaloscha bach, and your kala will find peace, a place of rest with you. Kidarminan b'megilas rus, and he quotes, closes by quoting the pasuk in Megilas rus. Haloyavakesh loch monoyach asher yetiv loch. The the when Naomi, when Rus insisted on coming along with her, she said, "I wish for you, I seek for you, a monoyach, a place of rest." That tells you, that tells you that monoyach is the state of the woman and man being able to be together in a peaceful in a peaceful home. There's another pasuk earlier in Megillas Rus. We mentioned it earlier in our discussions of Shabbos, where where Rus gave a bracha to her two daughters-in-law, who she was trying to send off, that they shouldn't come with her. And she said, Hashem should grant that you should find menucha, each woman in the house of her husband. So this is how he explains it. How is he explaining it? He didn't even use the word ratzayin, uh, except once. Hisratzeh. Be, have ratzon, have goodwill, that we should be like your kala. The term ratzon, the way it's used here, the way he understands it here, is a term for the union of connection, the union of relationship. To be rotze, to be misrate, to want, to accept to be wanted, to, to, to connect one with the other, that's the term rotzon. I know what I'm saying doesn't sound completely clear, I'm conveying to you exactly the way it is exactly the way it is written here. He says the context for the term ritzei, the term ratzon, which is so deeply associated with Shabbos, is because Shabbos implies the relationship. Shabbos is called the kala. It is there to bring to the fore the relationship of chasan kala that's there between the rabbonah shalom and the Jewish people. There's this sense of peace of home. We can understand it. Maybe we could just expand the explanation of it a drop. A fundamental part of Shabbos is that you establish a place for yourself. Al ishmim komo bayom hashri. Person isn't supposed to leave their place on the Shabbos day. There's a halacha called tchum, tchum Shabbos, which is that a person's supposed to say within the general range of their home or of their town. We don't travel distances, even if we're not getting on a car or riding on a horse where there's no prohibition, we're just walking. But there's a limit to how far we're supposed to walk away. We're supposed to be kona shvisa, we establish for ourselves a home, a place. Shabbos is about doing that. And that's also part of the same connotation. The idea of Shabbos as the kala. Shabbos as the kala is not implying the the wedding with the obnoxiously loud music. It's, it's implying instead the ease and the comfort of two people creating for themselves 
a home, a place where they find rest, where they find peace. This is the idea. And the word, in a sense, that says it all is Raton, Rite, Raton, the noun. Right? We, we, we want to have such a thing called Raton, which is an interest, a connection in terms of interest. And Rite, we ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu to want it. Let's try to bring this out a little bit by a comparison. Where else do you have the term Rite with other than Shabbos? We have Ritze as the a bracha in every Shemana Esri that we say. Ritze Hashem Alekeinu Ba'amcha Yisrael Vizfilasam is the bracha which is called Birchas Ha'avoda. You'll notice you'll in, your, in, 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 the, in, the, in the more developed Sidurim where they have little titles over each bracha. This is called Avoda. It's called in the language of Mishnah and Gemara the bracha of Avoda. What is it? What do we say? We say, Hashem, be pleased with your people, with their prayers. Restore the avoda to your migdash, the Isha Yisrael, and the fire offerings of the Jewish people, and their prayers you should accept. Again, with goodwill. And May it always be pleasing to you. May it always provide goodwill for you, the avoda of your people. When we were talking last week, when we were discussing the, the relationship of korbanos to tefillah, when we were talking about the musaf and how it's a unique tefillah that it's all about the korban, as opposed to other tefillahs, we noted that we mentioned this bracha because we said this is the one time in our regular tefillah where we even mention the carbon. Whereas Musaf, the whole thing is, Hashem, please rebuild the base of Amidah, so we bring this carbon, and here's exactly what we're going to bring. You know, we're, we're trying to do Nishalma Parim Sfasenu very explicitly. We're trying to replace the carbonites with our words very explicitly. In other tzvilos, they're Rachmim, we ask Hashem for mercy. That's what it's about. We hardly mention the carbonites. The one time we mention it is in this bracha, where we say, Hashem, Hashem we hope you're pleased with our tzvilah, and one day we want to be able to go back to plan A, which is to bring the korbanos again. Now this bracha has a history. And before I tell you the history, I want to ask you a question. A question that you would have, that you could have, on the Shemana Esrei that you said this morning, on the one that you may say this afternoon, Be'ezus Hashem. And that is the following. It wouldn't be a question yesterday. It will be a question today, it will be a question Friday, it will be a question tomorrow. It wouldn't be a question yesterday. This is the question for today. What bracha did you say before you said Ritzei? You said Shema Ka'ileinu. Shema Ka'ileinu Hashem Aleikeinu. Listen to our voice, Hashem our God. Chus Verachim Aleinu. Value us, have mercy on us. Accept Verachim Uveratzein as Tfilaseinu. With mercy and with rotzain, with goodwill, our tefilos. Because you are the one who hears our tefilos and our tachlunim. Blessed are you, Hashem, shemei tefilah. You asked Hashem to listen to our tefilos, to accept our tefilos. With mercy and with goodwill. Blessed are you, Hashem, who hears our tefilos. And then what's the next line that you say? Hashem, be pleased with our tefilos. I mean, that would seem to belong in the Department of Redundancy Department. Right? Like, why, why, are we, why are we saying that again? We just asked HaKadosh Baruch Hu to hear our tefillahs. Now, okay, yesterday I didn't have a problem because we said, Ritzei, 
after a bracha which made no mention of Hashem listening to our tefillahs. It was about the brachas of Shabbos, Katshen of Mitzvah and everything else. So there it's not a repetition. But most of the time that you say it, it would seem to be a very, very direct repetition of something that we did already. Why are we repeating ourselves? That's the question. How do you understand the difference between saying Shema Koleinu and saying Ritzei Hashem Elokeinu there's a very, very enormous difference between them. It's subtle, but it's enormous. And that's the following. And here, let me tell you the history of this bracha. This bracha was said before there was such a thing as the Shmanesri. This bracha was said in the Beis HaMikdash. It was called Bircha Soavayda. It wasn't said the way we say it. We didn't say, because the Beis HaMikdash was standing, so we didn't say, Hashem, please restore the Avaidah to the Beis HaMikdash. We didn't mention the Tfilis. We said, Hashem, we want you to be pleased with our Avodah. We brought a Karban, we brought the Tamid Shel Shachar, the morning Tamid. We prayed to Hashem that he should be pleased with the Karban which was brought by the Jewish people. That's the request which we make of the of um, of the Rabbanu Shalalam. That was the request that we made of the Rabbanu Shalalam, that the Rabbanu Shalalam should be pleased with the korbanos that the Jewish people brought. Now when we no longer have a Beis HaMikdash. So we no longer pray to HaKadosh Baruch Hu that he should be pleased with the Karbanis that the Jewish people brought. So we say, Rabbi Hashem, please be pleased with our, our, our tefillahs. Here's the, here's the language that they would say at the time of the Beis HaMikdash. I'm reading to you, this is Rashi, it's in Maseches Brachas, Dafir Aleph on the Beis, it's based on a Mishnah in Tamid. Hashem, be pleased with the avod of your Jewish people, the Isha Yisrael, and the fire offerings of the Jewish people and their prayers, it says. Blessed are you who accepts the avod of the Jewish people. It had nothing to do, really. The main thing was, it was about the Korban. We wanted Hashem to be pleased with our Korbanis. When we make the bracha of Shema Koleinu, we're saying, Rabbanu Shalom, we have things which we want. We've just given you a whole laundry list, a whole shopping list of the things that we want and that we need. From wisdom, to tshuva, to health, to, to, to Yerushalayim, everything that we want. We ask Hashem, listen to us. And everybody knows, by the way, what's that bracha of Shema Koleinu? Why is it so exciting? Because in Shema Koleinu, which is just a general request for anything you want, there you literally can throw in the kitchen sink. You can ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu for anything. It doesn't have to fit. It's the catch-all. It's the time to ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu for whatever you want. Yeah. For instance, the, 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 the Daf Hayoimi, we're learning now Masechus Brachas, so we just reviewed the Bracha of Havinenu, which is... There's, a, there's an idea that if a person is really, really, really under a crunch, instead of saying the full, 
brachas of the Shemana Esrei, they take the middle 13 brachas of the Shemana Esrei and there's a single paragraph that condenses them all. You can say that during a season when you don't say the same Talumotor. Again, we don't usually do it. We do it only when a person's under a tremendous time crunch. You say all of them, a little bit of this, a little of this, Baruch Hashem, how do you end? Shomeat Tefillah, who hears our prayers. Baruch Hashem Tefillah is we want HaKadosh Baruch to listen to us, to provide us which the thing, with the things which we are asking him for. That's one request. Ritzeh has nothing to do with that. Nothing to do with that. Ritzeh, as we said, would be said when they brought a korban. And when we brought a korban, as we discussed last week, we weren't asking Hashem for anything. The opposite. We were, as the term would more naturally be used, we were serving Hashem. Avoda is service. We were, so to speak, feeding Him in the house that we built for Him. Instead of turning to the Rabbanu and saying, gimme, 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 hav, 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 instead we were turning to the Rabbanu and say, would you like a little bit of this? Would you like a little bit of that? We were offering to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, not asking of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And when we finished offering to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we said, we hope you liked it. We hope you liked it. We hope you were pleased with it. Because, you know, sometimes you can offer something to somebody and give something to somebody, and they don't like it particularly. Maybe they don't like it. Maybe they don't like the person who's giving it to them. They're not particularly interested in being served by that person. And so we're mispalo to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that he should be pleased with us. And by the way, it's not like it's unheard of. In the Navi, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says sometimes, I didn't want this from you. About Korbanas, not about Averis. About Korbanas, about the things which we give them. Who asked you? I, I didn't want to. You're, you're ruining my carpets over here. Who wanted you to go and trample my, in my courtyard? We come because we want to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But there are times when we weren't coming from exactly the best place. We weren't generally the company that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I'm sorry to say, at certain times, wanted to keep. So we brought a carbon to Hashem, which is in itself, of course, somewhat audacious. We say, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we hope that you're pleased with this. We say, Hashem, should be pleasing to you that we're doing this. Now, we go, we stand up to Davin. And we come to the Rebbe and we say, we need A, B, C, D, E. That's modest, that's only five. We have 13 separate brachas, where we ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu for everything in the world. So, how do you think the Rebbe was enjoying that? We hope that the Rebbe is enjoying that very much. In fact, that's the way we serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu now. The way we serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu now is by coming with that overwhelming recognition that we're, we're, we're in his hands. You know, there are two sides. I mean, this is, this is not so much our discussion of today, but just to take a moment to explain it, there are two sides to being an Eved. Right? To serve means to be Oved Hashem, to serve Hashem. The term for someone who serves Hashem is an Eved Hashem, is a servant of Hashem. Not everybody gets merits that title. Moshe Rabbeinu got that title. Right? Moshe Avdi, Eved Nemon Karosel. It's a good title to have. 
But there are, there are two things about a servant. One is they do everything they possibly can for the one who they're serving. And the second thing about the servant is they have nothing. Zero. They have nothing of their own. Mashakona Evid Kona Rabo. What the Evid owns belongs to the master. The Evid has nothing. They only have what the master gives them. That's the delicious irony of being an Evid. Your whole task in life is to give. But everything you have is what you get. And there are times when we have a Beis HaMikdash, when we focus on what we can give, and there are times when we don't have a Beis HaMikdash, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't, quote-unquote, let us serve Him, when we focus on the fact that everything we have is what we get from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's our Avaidah. <coughs> and so when we turn to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, of course, we can turn to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and ask, Hav, Hav, Hav. And Chazal say sometimes that could be annoying to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Could be annoying to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. If a person just asks to have without thinking about what the master wants. Right? Imagine, right, the servants who's just thinking about what they want, what they want, what they want, right? And not thinking about what they can give. Okay, so now I have limitations. I'm not able to do everything that I was able to do at other points in time. But let me do what I can. You know, the famous Chazal, which speaks about that, is a Chazal, which is speaking of the, the, the Zayra Kodesh, that speaks about it when it comes to Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah, when we daven, it's the day of judgment. Hashem is deciding everything, who will live, who will die, who will have prosperity, who will have difficulty financially, who will have tranquility, and, and so on and so forth. Everything is being decided. So the Zara Kaddish really notes, and you know, when we daven Rosh Hashanah, what are we saying all the time? We want HaKadosh Baruch Hu's place in the world to be restored. We don't spend a whole lot of time, certainly not in the original tefillahs, asking for the things which we need. Because to daven is to serve Hashem. And if a servant should spend a lot more time talking about what he could do for his master than what his master could do for him. So, it, and Chazal say, you know, the person who will just stand up on Rosh Hashanah and say, give me this, give me that, give me that, Kodesh Baruch is not so happy with that. It's have, have. Just give me, give me, give me. That's not what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants. Now, it's great that they're turning to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that, they, that we realize, and so on and so forth, but Hashem is looking for something higher. So when you talk about Hashem being pleased with our tefillahs, we have to understand that there is an, a condition on that, there's times when it could be, and there's times when it can't be. Anybody who you come to and ask for a million things, <coughs> we've given the example before. A person, a person uh, works for a works for a, a, a pharmaceutical company. A person works for a pharmaceutical company, so they, they give him a car. He's a drug rep, right? They give him a car. You want him to have a good car, a reliable car, a bechavedeka car, he'll go from customer to customer, that's part of his thing. So there are two drug reps who work for the company. One of them went to work for the company because he likes having new cars. 
I had a friend like that once. He went to work for such a company because there was nothing he wanted more in the world than to have a new car every two years. And with this job, you could have a new, you get a new car every two years. Right? So he went. So you got to work for the company. So he sold, he sold the, the pharmaceuticals. Right? Probably after about 18 months, 19 months, he sidles up to his boss, says, you know, it's almost two years now. You know, we've got to start worrying about the car. And the, the, the boss rolled his eyes. And then there was the other person who said, you know, I want to make this company really successful. I'll tie my success to the success of the company. Maybe even imagine for a second that he actually even believes in the product, right? And he says, let's get this stuff out to the market. It'll be fantastic. It's going to improve lives and change lives, right? And, you know, after two years and two months, the, the, the guy says, oh my gosh, we have to give him another car. But, you know, even if... At a certain point, he says, you know what? The car is not, not as reliable as it used to be. And he goes into the bus and he says, you know, I need a car. I need a car. Also, you know, I, 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 my parking situation, it just isn't, it, you know, it's not good right now and so on and so forth. And, and so on and so forth. It would help me. You know, I could stay in the office later if somebody would deliver dinner here to the office once in a while or, and so on and so forth. The boss says, yeah, yeah, next, next. What else can I do? What else can I do? What, what, what else can I do for you? Why? Because you're the other. You're the person, you're working for the company, so everything you have you need from me, I understand, I'm happy. Just tell me what you need to make your life better, to make it easier for you to do the work. But you understand, standing before the Rabbanu per se, and saying, can I have this, can I have that? You have to say, Rabbanu I hope you're pleased. And that's not a request for Hashem to grant our requests. That Shmakaleinu is grant our requests. This is the request, Rabbi Shalom. You should feel connected. You should not feel like here, who's this person coming here and asking me for something? But you should say, Ah, these are my people. I was waiting for them to daven. They finally davened. Fantastic. I'm so happy. I'm so pleased to hear from them. Just like in the time of the Beis Hamikdash when we brought the Karbanas. And we said, Rabbi we hope these were the korbanos that you were yearning, that this is a reach nichayach la'ashem. That this is a pleasing, beautiful fragrance. By the way, you notice that, nichayach. That's the way we talk about a korban, that's good. It's not, it's, not, it's not the same word as menucha, but it's the same root as menucha. Right? Nichayach is a pleasing, wonderful fragrance. When the korban is like that, that's great. Shabbos is Ritzavim Nuchaseinu. What we're trying to do is we're trying to say, Rabbi Shalom, Shabbos is Kala. Shabbos is the time when the Jewish people are there resting together with the Rabbi Shalom. We want the Rabbi to be pleased with us. We want the Rabbi to feel that this, that the Jewish people are good company. The prayer of Shabbos is the prayer of Ritze. Shabbos for us is not a day off. It's Shabbos Lashem Aleichem. It's a day of Shabbos that we're supposed to be, to some degree, connected to Hashem Isbarach. It has many benefits, Shabbos. 
There are lots of things that we get out of it. We get off of the treadmill. We get to maybe be able to spend more time with family, with people who are dear to us all around. There are all kinds of benefits to Shabbos. But the Torah defines Shabbos as Shabbos Lashem Aleikecha. Presumably, and understandably, and we know this from experience, all of those things enable us to be more real people in a more real place where we're able to connect, therefore, to that which is at the root, to that which is HaKadosh Baruch Hu's. But that's ultimately where Shabbos is supposed to take us. We stay in a house, and that house is supposed to be a ma'on l'shechina, the, the, the original Migdash, you know, the original Migdash, what was it? The Ramban writes, as is well known, in the beginning, in the end, excuse me, rather, of, um, in the beginning of Sefer Shmais, uh, the, the Ramban writes that, that the, the, the book of Shmais, which is the book of Geula, of redemption, Exodus, right? The English names are always what, matching what Chazal called it. So he says it's funny because we, we read the story of the Exodus in Sefer Shmois, but it ends in this week's Parsha, Parsha's Peshalach. Then we're out, in the Mitzvah Margan. Okay, so maybe Harsinai, you know, we still have to come to Harsinai because we left Mitzrayim to get to Harsinai. But then the whole back half of Sefer Shmois is about the building of the Mishkan. What's it doing there? And the Ramban says famously that redemption isn't complete when the slavery is over. Redemption is complete when we return to malas avoysam, to the way we were before. And the way we were before was that we had shechinas eloka aleihem. We had the presence of Hashem on our tent. That was the way it was for the avos. And so the Gula wasn't complete until we come to the end of Sefer Shmos and we read about the presence of Hashem upon the oil moed, upon the tent of meeting. The presence of Hashem was again resting in the tent of the Jewish people. But there's a problem with that Ramban. What's the problem? The problem is we don't live in the Beis HaMikdash. The Beis HaMikdash is a sequestered place. You have to be very careful before you go in there. Who gets to go in there? The Kayin Gadol gets into the Kaidish HaKadoshim. Nobody else ever does. Other parts of the Migdash, you can go in this far if you're a Kayin, this far if you're Israel and you're Tahor, you're ritually pure. The Avais had the Shechina in their house. And it's well known and said by many that we know by Sara, by the tent of Sara, Chazal described three distinguishing qualities. What were they? That they had a near doluk mir of Shabbos, layer of Shabbos. They had a candle which was lit there from Friday to Friday. They lit it Friday night and it stayed lit till the next Friday night. There was bracha metsuya be'isa. There was blessing in the dough. And there was anon kosher aloel. There was a cloud overhead. A special cloud. A divine cloud of grace. And so, those are all the things that were found in the Migdash, in a bigger sense. The Menaira with the candle that never went out, the Nir Maravi, the Lechem Aponim, the Chalas of the Migdash, which were placed on there every Shabbos, which stayed fresh. 
Racha Matsuya Be'isaf, stayed fresh, stayed warm. And there was the cloud that was over it. And we know that those things, those are the things that we have as the Avod of Shabbos, right? The Nair, the Isa. Chazal connect this explicitly to the three mitzvahs, especially the mitzvahs of the women that we mention, that men mention in Kabbalah Shabbos when we learn the mission of Ba'amem Adlikin. Nida Chalavad Lokas Right, those three mitzvahs, which are specifically, especially charged to the, you know, to the women of the Jewish people, and how they connect. But Chalavad Lokas it's very, we don't, it's a separate discussion again, all the, the three aspects. But Chalavad Lokas that's the Jewish house. That's the Jewish house, because really that's the beginning. So for complicated factors, we ended up having it con- concentrated in a Migdash. But ultimately, this is what it's supposed to be, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu rests there. That's where Hashem rests. Hashem rested in the house of Sarah, Imenu. He, he rested in the oil of the Ovais. That's what we're talking about. should rest in our home. And the symbols of that are not Sunday night leftovers. And they're not Thursday night, whatever, whatever gets put on the table on Thursday night or doing the homework around the table on, on, on Wednesday, the symbol of that is Shabbos. The symbol of that is Shabbos. The expression of that, of that connection, comes in Shabbos. is that Rotson. Right? The term of people coming together and showing a desire for strong relationship is expressed in the word rite. In the rotzain of Shabbos. The ava verotzain of Shabbos. And that's why it's the term, that's why it's the mantra, that's why it's there all the time. The, the difference between Shema Kailenu and Ritzei in our regular davening, in a certain sense, is reflecting the difference between the weekdays and Shabbos. We have discussed before that uh, the reason why we daven less on Shabbos, right? So when we talked about the fact that Really, one could have said everything on Shabbos. However, Chazal didn't want to be matriachas. They didn't want to bother us to have a long davening on Shabbos. So therefore, we don't say the Olshem Right? We learned that. I shared that with you before. And then again, last week we went over it. And we pointed out that uh, you have to be very careful how you understand that. Why? Because we daven much longer on Shabbos than we daven during the week. There's only one thing which is shorter, and that's the Shemun Esrei. Everything else is way longer. Davening on Shabbos morning is two hours plus. Davening on a weekday is way less. You know, a third of the time, a quarter of the time. The Kriyas HaTorah is longer. We daven two Shemun Esrei. The Psukei de Zimra is, is twice as long. Only the Shemun Esrei is shorter. Why? Because what Hashem doesn't want us to do is ask for things. The praise of Shabbos, the gift of tefillah, the avodah of giving, b'seder. 
In the avoda of Tircha, of asking, we don't. That's what we talked about to a significant degree last week. Shema Kelenu is that. And the idea behind it, why HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't want to be matriach us in that, is because then we're always we're looking for something more. Shabbos is supposed to be where the person is in the place that they need to be. We've arrived. Peace. Many people describe it by contrasting being with doing. During the week, you're doing. On Shabbos, you're supposed to arrive at a place of being. This is where we are. Rest. This is where we are. We're not moving forward anymore. Shema Kelenu is about doing. I have these things. I want them. I need them. Listen to our voice. Obey our requests. Accede to our requests. I'm not talking here about whether you're going to do it, you're not going to do it, but I'm just glad we were together. I hope you were glad we were together. The opportunity to stand in the presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I don't want to get lost in all the things that I need and have this just a pragmatic exercise of a step towards something else. This is it. You know, the Kuzari, Rav Yudha Levi has a beautiful, beautiful passage where he says that the moments of tefillah for the chassid, for the pious person, it's like the garin, it's the kernel, the essence of their whole day, the moment that they look forward to, because that's the chance which they have to be with the Rabbana Shalalam. The requests are a hechitimtza, the requests are a means to an end, but that's the being, where Tzai Hashem was the focus on the being. And in a certain sense, the contrast between the two of them is the very same contrast between the weekdays and Shabbos. The weekdays and Shabbos is all about preparation. The weekdays is to get to some place. Yom Rishon Shabbos, Yom Shem Shabbos, all getting someplace. We're always working, working, moving, moving, moving. For what? To beware. For what? That's the Manucha. That's the Manayach. Hashar Yetivlach. The arrival to be, that's what it is. That's the word. Ritzay. Ritzay Hashem Aleikeinu. To want it in that sense, in that sense, to be able to to be able to be there, to be able to 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 have it. This is the the essential idea that I wanted to share with you. Chazal tell us that the the first key word of Shabbos is not Ritzay. Doesn't appear in the Torah even as such. But rather the key word of Shabbos is Vayechulu. Vayechulu. Vayechulu Hashemayim Voretz. And it was concluded, the heaven and the earth. Vayechal Elohim Vayem Ashvi. And Hashem concluded on the seventh day, Melach Asher Asa. And then Vayishbais, and then he rested. Vayechulu, Vayechal. To finish. And Chazal say, it's found in many places in Chazal, that the term Vayechulu is Kikala. Like the kala. A kala is the same root as vayachulu. Is the same root as koil. Vayachulu is preceded actually on the end of the sixth day, day of creation. What does it say over there? Vayar elikim es kol asherasa. Hashem saw everything that he had made. V'hinei taiv ma'ayd. 
and behold, it was very good. He now had finished it. It wasn't that he piecemealed this thing, that thing, the other thing, saw that this was good, that that was good. Kolasharasa. Everything came together. As Kolasharasa, the Hinei He saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very, very good. And that's Vayichulu. That's the picture of completeness. Completeness. Where else, by the way, do you have this expression in the Chumash? You have this expression again in the Chumash in Parshas Kisisa. Parshas Kisisa is a top-heavy Parsha, you know. We read most of the Parsha in the first two alias. Parshas, it's in the middle of the building of the Mishka, and it has instructions, counting the Jewish people, the Ketores, the Shemen HaMishka, the anointing oil, Rei Karasi B'Shem B'Tzalel, the building of the Mishkan, the mitzvah of Shabbos. In fact, right here is where we read, V'Shomer V'Nei Yisrael Sashabbos, Lassus is Sashabbos, the mitzvah of Shabbos. And then what happens right after the mitzvah of Shabbos? Shabbos Vayinofash, on the seventh day, Shabbos Vayinofash, he rested Vayinofash, and he, whatever that means, and he strengthened his nefesh, or that was the soul of the Bria. Vayitain el Moshe kechaloisoy ledaber itoy. He gave to Moshe when he concluded speaking to him, he gave him the two tablets. So he finished speaking to him. This was the end of the 40 days that Moshe Rabbeinu was learning the Torah from Hashem, and he finished speaking to him. He gave him the luchas. Rashi here as well says, it doesn't say with a vav between the lamin and tuf. You know what it spells like? Like a kala. It was given over like a kala to a chasa. That's what it is. Interesting that it comes right after the reiteration of the mitzvah of Shabbos. But we know that Shabbos is the day of kala, the day of connection to Hashem. We know that Matan Torah is the marriage of Kal Yisrael to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Everyone is familiar that we say, you know, at a chuppah, it's modeled, famous tashbats, that the customs of the chuppah are modeled after Har Sinai. And we say, Baruch HaTu Hashem, what's the bracha made under the chuppah? Mekadesh HaMo Yisrael Ayilei Chuppah V'Kidushin. Which is a very ambiguous phrase. Blessed are you Hashem, who sanctifies the Jewish people, or who marries the Jewish people through chuppah V'Kidushin. Does that mean through the chuppah V'Kidushin that we made? Or, as Rishonim say, it's a reference that Hashem married us. Kechalosoy. The giving of the Torah. There's, no, there's a reason why the Torah was given on Shabbos, as we discussed before. Right? That's the, you know, this is, this is what it is. Shabbos is Kala. And all of it is meant to be this sort of sense, to whatever degree possible, of completeness. There's nothing more to move from. That's the ultimate sense of menucha. There's a point where we shift off of what we still need. And we just want to be able to experience the, 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 the shaykhus, the connection. And 
and Ritzay. You, you know that the, there's a, a famous statement of Chazal that Rashi quotes in Chumash. And it describes, it's doing it in describing the difference between the attitude of Yaakov and the attitude of Esav. What was it? When Yaakov came to Esav and he was trying to appease him and he presented him with all this stuff and he made it really, he made it look like tons of stuff. He put spaces between the Eder, right? He did the equivalent of putting lots of crushed up tissue paper in the bottom of the gift box, right? You know, and, and so it should really, really impress Esav like anything. And Esav says, ah, Yeshli Rav, I have lots. I have lots. I have, I have, I have much. You keep. keep. Keep your stuff. I have tons. And Yaakov Avinu says, no, no, I want you to have it. Why? Because Yeshli Kyle. I have everything. When it's lots, you could still have more. More. More and more and more and more. When you have everything, it's complete. It's everything. Yeshli Kyle. And that word, you know, is a magic word. It's a magic word. How do you know it's a magic word? You say it in the most simply unintelligible line in the benching. What do you say? Exactly right. Avram had a broch Hashem Be'erchaz Avram Ba'koyl. Yitzchak said, Vayichal Mikoyl, Yaakov Avinu said, Yeshli Koyl. To connect to Koyl means to have it all. To have it all. And we want to have that sense of all, of completeness that they had. That they had. And Koyl is Kala. And Koyl is that resting place of, of Shabbos, of having it all. That's why we, 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 we refer in a sense, I mean, Chazal connected to a different phrase of Yaakov Avinu, but we say, this is Nachlas Yaakov, Yirosh, right? Shabbos is called Nachlas Yaakov, that's what the Navi Yeshaya said, Nachlas Yaakov, Yaakov Avinu was everything, complete. You can always have more, but Shabbos is where it, it's all together. It's all together as one. That's the way we have peace. That's where we have Ratzayin. That's where we have Menucha. Menucha, not more. It's the whole picture. It's not many. It's one great and 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 complete picture. I've tried to share with you the same idea from different quarters. It it connects as well to other things which we said, which we're not going uh, you know over over our studies, which we're not going to which we're not going to repeat. But this is something which I think is a, an important piece an important mm-hmm. aspect of Tfilas Shabbos, whether from its starting point, the Chododi Likraskala, the very late addition to Tfilah, which starts our Shabbos with Likraskala, with Vayachulu, the first words of Kiddush on Friday night, the paragraph which we say in the Shmanestri of Friday night, which we say after the Shmanestri of Friday night, Three times it is said, typically, on a Friday night, Vayachulu. Chazal say, that's the Kala. That's the Kala. And then the constantly repeated and associated word with Shabbos, which is Ritzay. 
Ratzain, which as we've seen, the Rishonim say, what is that term Ratzain? Why is that being used here? It's being used here because it's about the Ratzain of the Kala, Shabbos Nikris Kala, and there's no greater term for it than the Ratzain, the peace of being together. Think about it. Think about Yeshli Kail. Think about when you switch, and this is the taste of Shabbos you get to have during the week. Think about when you say, Okay, finished. Now we're finished with the Bakoshes, with the requests. Now we're up to the last section. The last section is known broadly as Haidah, as gratitude. The time to express gratitude. The first way we express gratitude is we say, forget what we need. I just hope you're happy that we're having this conversation. And when we sit down Friday nights, we say, we forget what we need. Whatever we have, this is our world. Whatever we've created, whatever we've cooked for Shabbos, this is our world. It's not growing, it's not expanding, we're not going anyplace. This is where we are, this is where we want to be. Menucha. This is where we are, this is where we want to be. That HaKadosh Baruch should be comfortable that we want to be with Him. That we should be comfortable that we should want to be with Him. That's the ultimate Menucha's Shabbos. May Hashem be pleased with us. May we be interested, Be'ezus Hashem, and pleased with Him. Have a good day.